Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? Starting to get scared. Starting to get scared. Welcome back to Steven Destroy, the podcast where we watch every Steven Seagal movie so you don't have to. My name is James. I'm Dylan. This week we're talking Attack Force, uh, Steven's last film of 2006, directed by uh, a good friend of the show, Michael Kuch, uh, known from Shadow Man last week. And, uh, you know, we're not, we're not going out alone. This is actually a very special episode, Dylan. Did, do you remember that? Is this uh, the halfway point or we're now closer to the end than we are to the beginning? Yes. There's no set halfway because it's an odd number. So we have officially crossed the hump. It's all downhill from here. We have watched more than we have to watch. And to uh, celebrate this momentous occasion... We have brought on a, a very special guest, uh, the the man himself, the daddy of TFS. No, please don't the, tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the the the, the Godfather of no. talk film. No, Marcelo. <laughs> Hello, this is Marcelo, uh, Mike Schindler, uh, co-host of mine on another podcast. He calls me Mister Talk Film Society. Uh, please don't call me that either. Okay. I think mine's better. Mine's more affectionate. That's kind of cold. The daddy of po- the, yeah. the daddy of talk. Please don't call me <laughs> yeah. daddy. Okay. Well, I feel like, like you you kind of are. You know, you're like uh, not just not just TFS, but even uh, just this show. Me, Dylan. No, I'm not uh, your guys's daddy. You you are each other's daddies. You are the daddies of this, and I'm just um, I am the guy who uh, takes daddy to the nursing home and says, hey. No, it's a, this is not a good analogy. No, cut this yeah, I was confused what you were about to tell us. It's like, this is the last episode of Steven Destroy. Yeah. No, I know. To, to roll that back, I'm the midlife crisis of this um, of this series now. You're, you're halfway through. Uh, I'm the, 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 you know, the Chevy uh, uh, Corvette of this. You know, I'm the Kevin Spacey in American Beauty uh, uh, of this series. Marcelo. We don't, uh, we don't talk about <laughs> Yeah, no, we, we don't, yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't talk about people who are canceled on this. Are you, show, are you saving that for the next uh, <laughs> uh, show you're doing right after this? You doing the Spacey podcast? I think that would be a little bit too abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Steven Seagal is, is because he's such an unknown entity. I think a good amount of people aren't aware of him being a monster. Like there was never a big like, oh fuck, they canceled Steven Seagal. Uh, whereas if <laughs> they, we were like, here's our new podcast. To. Steven's yeah. like been in the doldrums of I think like where you go if you get canceled and you have enough money to like produce your own movies. Like I think he got canceled in the nineties, like effectively. <laughs> I yeah, I guess. I mean he's like in a weird spot because he's better off than Kevin Spacey is. <laughs> yeah. He like is. he is still making stuff. Um well, uh, uh, for for anybody uh, jumping in who uh, you know recognizes my name and it's like, hey, it's, it's Marcelo. Who's on a podcast? I'll listen to that. For any crazy person who has that mindset, uh, what's the worst thing that uh, Steven Seagal has done worthy of cancellation? <sighs> oh man, this is why I'm so glad I have my co-host James Barrett to. <laughs> 
to describe this uh, uh, or to give you that information. James, what's the worst thing Steven's ever done? You know, my brain's not encyclopedia, and it's also <laughs> definitely not my job to, like, rank crimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> rank of crimes. This should yeah, be a well, segment. Be like, crime there, ranker. There are, there are quite a lot of uh, crimes. Yeah. Steven. I think if I had to pick... The one that I think is the most alarming. It's the uh, accusation of him running a sex trafficking ring out of his basement. Okay, okay. Um, You know, yeah, it's a thing that we don't get into the specifics of a lot, both because Dylan and I, I don't want to speak for Dylan, but I think it's, it's kind of something that we've agreed on. Neither of us feels like we are the right person to really tackle and so that's why you brought me in. let's talk about it let's get into every crime we're this is the crime episode and rank them and rank them let's rank these crimes yeah what's your favorite crime that steven seagal did uh attack force Ooh, <laughs> that's see, a great you see what answer there? wow yeah, a very this a very good answer seven shows... years of podcasting has led to this moment yeah exactly that's what i was gonna say um yeah, so we brought you on for Attack Force. Like I said at the top of the show, this is our our, our hump episode. <laughs> um, and and uh, yeah, aside from him being a very bad person and a criminal, um, what's your like experience with Steven Seagal? Oh, my experience. So, uh, doing some, you know, quote unquote research for this for this guest spot for this uh, you know film I had to watch for this episode. I looked at my letterboxed, and mm-hmm. I, I, I noticed there was a list of Steven Seagal movies. And according to that list, uh, and I may have said something different on um, on the episode of Talk from Society podcast that you two were a guest on. Um, mm-hmm. I may have said on, on that episode I watched maybe four Steven Seagal movies in my life. But no, the number now stands at um, two, including okay. Attack Force. <laughs> so I have only seen two Steven Seagal well, movies and before, yeah. before you say it, Dylan and I, I'm sure, could guess what it was. Uh, under siege, right? Is that probably under siege? You know what? Uh, I should have had this open. You know, before I even said anything, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, so yeah, so your your guesses are under siege, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So I am going. This is exciting podcasting right here. I am. This is most of what our show is. Yeah. <laughs> w- w- welcome to Stephen Destroy. <laughs> Uh, I have uh, clicked on this list, and it says uh, I have seen. Yes, it's loading. Uh, What? Okay. So apparently. Oh, you know what? I've seen Machete. I lied. I did did not log that one. So I've seen that one. Of course. Um, Let's see. This does not make it easy for me to see what other film I've seen of his. Uh, I'm I'm scrolling down. So uh, I'm scrolling, and there's how? a there's a little rolling <laughs> loading sign. How are you guys doing? You guys doing okay? It's a nice yeah, Sunday you know? Sunday afternoon. Um, what's 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 the temperature like where you guys are? It's pretty chilly. It's like 36. How about you, James? How it's are you not, doing? It's not that cold. Um, I went out. I just went out. Came back from the grocery store. Uh, wore a jacket, but a short sleeve shirt underneath, and was very comfortable. Oh, nice! Oh, nice! So it's yeah, a nice it's brisk bad. sixty where I am right now. Oof. Um, oh, yeah. So it's not bad at all for for Austin, Texas. So it says here apparently I've seen Executive Decision. Whoa! <laughs> okay, I don't executive know. Executive Decision. I wasn't as thrown by that as Dylan seemed to be. Yeah, I well, could, I, I, it, it wouldn't yeah. have been my fifth or sixth guess. Honestly. Oh, it would have been. It would have been up there for me. It would have been probably like third. 
Oh, okay. I would have guessed all the first four first, probably. I, I swear I've seen Under Siege, one of those Under Siege movies, but I did not log it. Or maybe I was so drunk when I saw it, I just forgot to log it. <laughs> Uh, because yeah, it was one of those yeah. like I could log it, but I didn't. I don't feel like I watched the movie. Yeah, see, so I don't want to like lie. I don't know if this podcast is a time limit because I could I could talk about Letterbox logging all night. But the the way I, I handle it is, you know, back when I had a roommate, because right now I'm living alone Ugh. with two cats. Um, the dream. <laughs> but uh, back when I had a roommate, if he were if he were watching a movie. Uh, and if I sat down and watched the majority of it, like two thirds of the movie, I would log it. I'm like, you know what? I sat down, watched, you know, the you know enough of it. I'll log it. Um. So if I watch, you know, I guess that's my that's my rule. Two thirds. If I watch two thirds of a movie, I'll log it. Now uh, there are there are times when me and my roommate used to just drink endlessly on like a Saturday night, you know, turn on Netflix and just pick a shitty movie to watch. You know, that's how I would categorize Steven Seagal movies. You know, you know, it's 2 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I've had, um, I don't know, 10 beers. Uh, I'm near death. Uh, let's put on a Steven Seagal movie. Let's push me over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Um, th- so that's where I play Steven Seagal. And I swear I've seen something like Under Siege 2 or something. But for whatever reason, I may have just been, you know, I, I was too hungover the next day to log that movie. So, yes, that, that, that's where I put Steven Seagal uh, in the 2 a.m. 10 beers in uh, club. And and would you put Attack Force specifically in there? Like oh, if- yeah. This really? Attack Force, guys, this is, you know, I I, uh, I, I I did have three drinks, which is a lot nowadays for me. I don't drink as often <laughs> as, as I used to. I mean, speaking of middle-aged, I'm getting there. Um, I had three drinks. I had some pizza, sat down, watched Attack Force, and uh, not to spoil things, but I, I had a I had a pretty good time watching this shitty movie. It, it was entertaining. Uh, I mean, it's terrible. It's one. It's 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 a really bad movie. But this is this is that type of movie. Me and my friend would watch, and we'd goof on, and we'd laugh at, and we just have we would have a good time watching. That is Attack Force for me. Um, so yes, uh, to answer your question, this is a 2 a.m. You know, in the morning, 10 beers in. Uh, you know, last call on Netflix sort of deal. Although this is on Amazon Prime. Well, I don't. I, I think at one point, Dylan and I kind of discussed that there's certainly no rule that you can't drink or, or kind of do anything recreational during the movies. There's absolutely no rule, but it does get a little asterisk. There is some performance <laughs> enhancement going on there. Um, because watching... I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, I, I think I was clear-headed enough to realize... This movie is insanely ridiculous, and even if I wasn't three beers in, I would still find this entertaining enough to sit through. And well, I should say, <laughs> funnily enough, you know, I watched this last night, and about an hour in, my Amazon Prime just stopped working. I got I I, I should have t- I should have tweeted this out because I got an error message that said, and I've never seen this before on my Apple TV or Amazon. It just said. Uh, something. I'll read it right here. Something went wrong. Please try again later for more help. Go to Amazon.com/slash/video-help. And I'm like, what? what? Is Amazon Prime doing me a favor? You know, uh, taking Attack Force <laughs> off its service. You know, as as I'm watching it. 
they um yeah we have we have been noticing that like because uh, i have a whole list like a doc of every movie and where it's going to be available but you know once we get closer to the actual recording i check and make sure it's still there and we have come up like almost every time there's a movie that you know like a month or so beforehand is available streaming they will have taken it off like the week we go to record <laughs> so it is very possible they realized that they'd made a mistake they were like oh fuck those steven destroy boys they're gonna be watching <laughs> oh, we gotta no. get it off we gotta get it off or they or they see somebody's watching the file right now they go oh shit attack force is still on there delete it off the proxy yeah. get it out of there get it out of there they pull the plug um well dylan we we broke a little uh, tradition the, uh, this episode where we try not to talk about the movie at all beforehand. <laughs> yeah. um, but I got such an enormous headache from watching Attack Force that I became genuinely concerned about my health and was like reaching out to Dylan like, hey, did this give you a headache or maybe am I like sick? <laughs> and uh, so I kind of know for uh, one of the first times in this uh, show how Dylan felt before we actually record. Uh, but Dylan, you felt kind of differently from Marcelo. Uh, I did, but I do want to, I, I do want to, uh, point out though, before I get into attack force, cause I, I did not like attack force at all, but I appreciate where Marcelo's coming from because I feel as though I had that experience last week because you guys really hated shadow man last week. And I had a pretty similar experience where I was like, you know, if I had a few beers in me, I had some pizza. I'd be able to watch Shadow Man. Maybe it's because I've, I've technically already done that before. But I don't uh, believe that's true. I just know I have seen part of that movie, and I don't know where else I would have seen it. But anyway, I do hate Attack Force. Um, and the reason I... But the reason I kind of get where Marcelo's coming from is that a lot of the things in this movie that I'm going to complain about, I kind of enjoyed the first few times I saw them. I.e., Steven not delivering any of his fucking lines in this movie. <laughs> uh, and uh, it just being like a big mess and making no goddamn sense. Um, and so I, I do appreciate that standpoint. But um, yeah, Attack Force, uh, I, had a, I had a tough time with Attack Force. I wrote in my notes, uh, it's four minutes and 35 seconds in and I am entirely, completely bored. Um, Attack Force was a tough, it was a slog for me. I, I'm kind of in the middle, I guess. Um, there's, there's enough about Attack Force that made me, I think I, I got more out of it, like enjoyment wise than I have in a few weeks from any of these movies. Um, but I mean, I still like really hated it. And I think that if I came at it with more of a freshness, like Marcelo was lucky enough to be able to do, uh, I think yeah, and, I, and, I could definitely find myself there. Yeah, just to reiterate, I've only seen apparently one other Steven Seagal movie. This is my second one. So um, yeah, I, freshness is correct. Because at this point, how many movies have you seen so far, guys? Uh, what, 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 what's the number stand right now? So like 26 this, or something? <laughs> this is our 28th episode, Oof. which would make it the 27th movie. Because oh we boy. snuck that SNL in. Yeah. yeah. And halfway there. But for the, for the first time in the history of Steve and Destroy, we are on a downhill slope. Um, so, well, in, in so, terms of numbers of films, but quality-wise, it's just been a straight line, right? Uh, <laughs> Almost. Uh, yeah. Almost. I mean, no, that's definitely not true. I think 
I think that if we went back and watched like any of those theatrical releases, we would be so much lighter on them. I think we would be so much easier on them. I think that if I watched um like Under Siege 2 particularly, again, I think I would be like this is like a good movie. <laughs> In yeah, context, I, I can't wait for that episode when you go back and rewatch uh, every single retrospective. Well, yeah. You know, I uh, was gonna wait till the end, but we can go ahead and do it now as it comes up. Um, and we actually, this is another thing that we kind of talked about when we were on Marcelo's podcast, but we're gonna do it again. Um, way back at the very beginning, I kind of broached the idea of what if we did this forever, over and over again. And Dylan said to bring it back up at episode 28. Oh. And I? yeah, you did. Cause I wrote it. I wrote a little note in our schedule. I do remember saying something like that. So <clears throat> we have come to the moment where we're going to either make a decision or we'll table it for another time. This is like when a couple, uh, says, you know, we'll see what happens at five years. Uh, will we sit yeah. down and decide to get married? Or will we decide, well, you know, uh, are we going to make a big life choice here? This is it. Uh, you guys are either going to end this all uh, at the end of this first <laughs> run or keep going and go on for another. Because how long is this taking you? How long, how many weeks has it been uh, getting from the beginning to now? We've been trying to do one a week. That was really like the initial whole premise of it was like to literally do one every week. Uh, but that's just not feasible. Uh, but it's been about eight months, right? Something like that. Yeah, we started in April. April, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, let's say another eight months to wrap up this first series. And then 16 more months to do it all again. Um, yeah, so I, I love that perspective. So uh, you guys are going to decide right now whether you're going to do this for for another um, twenty four two years. <laughs> that's right. That that's the math, right? So yeah, you, get, you have to decide now whether you want to do this for the next two years. Well, we we could, or we could agree that we're going to table this again the way we did last time, <laughs> and we'll bring it back up at like let's say episode forty. Wow. Okay. Cop out. I, I see what's going on. This was this yeah. was supposed to be a monumental episode, you know. That this it's is why still... I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I, this, we had we had guests. We have an audience. Um, I I think personally mm-hmm. that I I think that we have kind of talked about a scenario that I like a few times, which is that we don't, we don't do it in perpetuity, but that we will record every time Stephen puts out a new movie. Oh, um, well. and like that to me works i don't know i would have to take two years off before i did this again <laughs> <laughs> like i would need the uh, the amount of time it took to do this to recover from it um that's my perspective on it anyway james how are you feeling uh well i think that the blood oath we swore kind of includes that any other movie he releases in perpetuity, I think that's already included. I don't think that's something that we are allowed to make a decision on. That's already been decided. Yeah. Um, but I, I could get behind the idea of giving it like a break and then coming back, you know, a little bit later and just seeing, we seeing have what also, it's like again. We have also discussed our, uh, our, our long rumored about Happy Madison podcast and, uh, and other goofy ass shit like that. And part of me thinks it'd be a real missed opportunity to keep talking about Steven Seagal for the rest of our lives and to not, to not do uh, some of those other ideas. 
Um, so that's also part of my my standpoint on not doing Stephen Destroy forever is, is that we might we might have other things that we would want to try out. How about this? Uh, keep watching Steven Seagal movies we'll be watching them and then also add in okay we're doing double feature of, uh, of Attack Force and uh, Uncut Gems no that's not a Happy Madison movie um, I think ta- it actually <laughs> is <laughs> it could be it could be it, it could canonically be a Happy Madison movie but no do Attack Force and the what is the wedding singer a Happy Madison that, production actually yeah. I yeah, don't yeah, know yeah do that do is. Attack Force and, uh, and the wedding singer yeah do that do double features the wedding singer is not Oh, is it really? Ha- no, oh, no. Happy not. Madison was formed in like the two thousands. Oh. Um, yeah. So it, it was not, um, and neither neither was Uncut Gems. Obviously, I don't know what sort of weird, like brain thing I just had that made me be like, maybe it is. <laughs> um, but I, you know, we could sit here and just talk about Steven Destroy the Entity like we uh, do so often on the episodes uh, where it's just Dylan and I. But we have a guest. We can get into hey, Attack Force. Hey, it's Marcelo Pico here. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, I'd say let's let's table it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's fine. cop out. Fair, fair. Let's talk about it again on our Machete episode, which is episode 40. All right. Oh, can, can I ask another question before we, uh, you, uh, you know, you can do on, whatever on you topic. want on this show, <laughs> whatever I want. Okay. Um, have you guys seen Mank yet? Mank is great. I mean, it's, it's one of the best movies of the year. Um, uh, Fincher has kind of outdone himself with terms of form. Uh, no, I, I, I'm kidding. Um, what is the output of Seagal yearly? How many movies does he put out a year? Is that I mean it depends. We're looking yeah. at pretty like steady like three three or four. Wow. Um, that's that that's good. That's uh, that you know uh, is is there a chance you could just never finish because he just will continue to make <laughs> movies? I I think we've said on the show that if it weren't for like COVID-19, that would be a genuine like danger but because that's just stalled production on movies this is like the right time to do it because we'll be able to catch up there's no way he's 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 enforcing that on his sets though there's no way that's stopping steven seagal from from shooting movies is 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 a deadly pandemic there's i mean no i I, yeah i'm sure sure he's shooting something now I don't. I don't know. I. I think that while I totally agree that Steven Seagal himself is not the person who would be taking COVID seriously, <laughs> I. I just gotta have more faith of like, I guess the the countries he shoots in a lot of European countries, and and Europe has been taking it pretty seriously. Uh, although, you know what? Not so much. <laughs> not so much the specific ones that Seagal tends to frequent. Um, I mean, it's possible. I mean, we're, if he releases any other movies, we're going to do those. So we'll never be free until he is in the ground. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's hope for that day. Now, I mean, should should, should we uh, uh, wish ill on Steven Seagal? Probably. Yeah, yeah I mean, we, we, should, do right? we do that a lot. We do that a lot. We do it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we're in a special uh we've put ourselves in a special position most people haven't in terms of how much we hate steven seagal i mean there are oh, of yeah. course the people that actually have to interact with him who are on a whole other level yeah or we're traumatized by him or we're traumatized by him of course but we've we've created our own little space of uh having a good reason to hate steven seagal which is that we've chosen to not ignore him yeah yeah and there is a danger that you brought up on on my uh podcast where 
Um, well, it, it may have been a joke, but you know, I don't know if it's, I don't know, I don't know how serious this threat is, but you know, of Steven Seagal sending you know hitmen to take both of you out. I mean, is is how seriously uh, are you considering that? You know, it makes me want to close the blinds in my apartment right now. <laughs> but no, but, <laughs> but no, I I don't know. I don't think Stephen will ever will, will will hear of us, and if he does, you know, maybe he'll be a fan. Maybe he'll be a fan. Maybe he'll like it. Maybe he's maybe, this type of thing. Maybe this is what he needs to take him down a notch and make him humble. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll turn himself in. Yeah. Like, Damn, <laughs> they really gave me like that big a sentence. Do I really deserve that large a sentence? Yeah. He'll have a he'll have a crisis, and maybe we'll have done some good. There'll be a net gain out of all of this. Yeah. I I one thing that I just want to say is Barcelo's really fitting in very well because he is actively doing whatever he can not to talk about attack force <laughs> it, yeah, i mean james you did just mention you know i can do whatever i want so i i'm, I'm taking this conversation where i see um it the most interesting for me because i'm being a selfish guest right now and i it certainly uh, yeah, it, yeah it makes sense that attack force is not the most interesting place that you would want to go <laughs> but if we can i mean we can dive right into attack force uh, if, if you want because uh now uh my, my question to you guys is um now how often does steven seagal not provide any dialogue for uh his scenes because that was the most insane thing i've ever seen in a movie ever that's that's a sentence because yeah. for about two-thirds of every scene seagal's in in attack force he's being overdubbed by some dude who is not even trying to sound like steven seagal it's that I think is a reason why I found this movie entertaining because I just can't believe this exists and that is happening. So how often does that happen on Seagal movies? You want to take it, Dylan? Yeah, I'd say at this point it happens almost like every other movie. <laughs> um, but one thing that is kind of distinctive about this movie is he he goes in and out which is kind of new. Uh, yeah. Usually, usually like we'll, we'll be like, all right, it's, I refer to him as the anti Steven, but like we'll get the anti Steven voice for like an entire scene. And then the next scene will be back to regular Steven. But here it's like, it's almost sentence to sentence on whether yeah. or not we will be hearing Steven or whoever they have dubbing for him. Um, which is a, a real uh, characteristic of attack force. Uh, that is a little bit unique. Uh, in terms of the Stephen refusing to do his ADR, I, there is a reason for it. I think in this movie, I think they just decided really t- late in production to just change the entire plot of the movie. Like, I think the bad so, guys in this movie were supposed to be aliens or something. And yeah, uh, so yeah. so so there's like competing stories about that. Basically, the idea is originally the script had aliens and it was about aliens. And then where the the kind of um, inconsistency is, or yeah, where it is, is that either A, they shot two versions of the movie, one with aliens, one without, so they could decide at like in post what the movie would be. And then the other one is that they finished the movie about aliens and then turned it into, you know, the studio, the studio was like, no. We we're getting rid of the aliens and we're reshooting like the the whole movie, everything we can. We're dubbing over Seagal. And um there the fact that he is so dubbed doesn't actually really lean either way because he's dubbed in movies that seem like they were pretty straightforward from the start. <laughs> yep. Uh because he'll just not come in to do ADR. 
Yeah, and he, it, 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 that's the only reason, right? Right, uh, that he just refuses to do ADR, or he refuses to like shoot any scene where he's not talking. <laughs> like, because I see clear doubles of him, like in in mm-hmm. like wide shots, and it's yep. it's it's so bizarre. And yeah, I'm sure he just mumbles on set and just fumbles lines, and he just he just says fuck it. I'm I, I he goes I have to go to another Romanian set and shoot another direct to video movie. You know, I, I've got no time for ADR. Well, and it, it speaks to something that I think we did mention on on your podcast, which is that like Stephen hates making movies, mm-hmm. um, and he like doesn't want to be there, and he refuses to learn his lines, and and like something that I, he barely does any of his lines in this movie, so you might not have noticed it, but something he does a lot is he'll just be like, yeah, so uh, and he'll start like all of his lines with yeah, so uh, and it's because he's just doing them off the fucking cuff. Yeah, or, or he'll he'll talk with this like very generic sort. I'll just be like, well, the thing about you is, you know, you're like uh, one of the good ones, you know, and, and the stuff that we're seeing here is, it's bad, but you're one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and he's just like he's like that in every one of these movies. And the too. the like enigma of it is you don't know, or at least I I don't know if he is improvising or just so fucking bad at memorizing his lines yeah like because either one could of him. <laughs> well and, and this is something that we kind of alluded to um again on your podcast is like steven hates making these these movies and like the thing that was always fascinating to me about doing this podcast is i i had this like curiosity where i was like all right so steven's just been at in the middle of nowhere for 20 years with the exception of machete um and like what the hell has he been doing like is he making these weird like misunderstood masterpieces does steven seagal just love making movies and uh for better or for worse and it is for worse nobody's gonna stop him and uh i was like well i just gotta see it i gotta see what's going on and i don't think that there's a more horrifying conclusion than the one that we found which is, <laughs> which is that he just hates it and he just keeps doing it for some reason yeah and it's the same movie over and over although dylan i could not remember a specific movie we've seen that was about a like specific new drug that was yeah i think they had to stop how uh, how insane is this plot compared to his other movies because i when i think of steven seagal you know i I think of his you know masculine sensibilities and how macho and you know uh, great of a man he is but i also think just action just straight action you know uh delta ops whatever just you know guns ablaze i don't (laughs) think i don't think of science fiction or whatever craziness is happening here of like uh, people who are on a drug that makes their eyes blink like lizards how how off center is this compared to his other stuff i mean there's been some like kind of science fictiony plots there's one about like mind control um but actually one of the things about attack force that gave it a little bit more uh, leeway with me is that it, it didn't feel like the same movie over and over again we weren't just doing shadow man which was itself you know a repeat of belly of the beast um it, it definitely felt a little different because it had that kind of science fiction element which is also what submerged the one with the mind control stuff had going for it is that it was kind of different yeah. um it, my question for you is if you <laughs> felt like you really understood what was happening in this movie and why? Uh, I I I did for the most part, you know, uh, except for that prologue, 
which had no significance to the movie mm-hmm. afterwards, where I wasn't even exactly sure what happened. Like, Steven Seagal's team stopped. Uh, one of these uh, drug-fueled ninjas uh, who just has, like, a knife at the ready. Um, yeah, they got a little Assassin's Creed blade. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Assassin's Creed blade. Um, you know, Steven Seagal's team stopped that lizard man from stealing a device and then that's it then we we move on we don't talk about that ever again um unless that had some significance unless that that missed something i no i didn't even realize that that was supposed to be one of those people on the drug yeah i i I guess it was oh yeah i i actually don't even think it's it's made that clear that that lizard man was a lizard man you know hyped up on that drug that makes people blink sideways um you know after that prologue i kind of followed what was happening even though it's it is pretty nonsensical and it it is really stupid you know he's just the leader of this attack force right it's in the title Mm -hmm. and you know after a a rager uh you know at a strip club his team gets killed by uh, a lizard woman and then that's it. Then he just has to figure out uh, who these people are and what who's making this drug. And um, I got the general sense of what was happening. Uh, I, have yeah. quest- I have questions, but by the end, I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. They're killing these people who are who blink sideways, <laughs> you know, uh, viciously. <laughs> these this uh, these apparent innocents who just so happen to drink this uh, uh, this this drug that's you know, now in the water supply. Um, and that's it. That's the plot. Then at the end, they fight the, the, the main villains and that's it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that for the most part, I, I definitely understood it. And that is a pretty big deviation from the norm with these. Um, Dylan, did you understand Attack Force? Well, wh- one thing I'll say about Attack Force, I think on, on the whole, I did understand Attack Force. Yeah. Um, but and, and I understood last week's movie pretty well. Uh, too. Yeah, and I it think was... it's because this this director, uh, Michael, it was Michael, right? Michael. Yeah, Michael Kush. <laughs> Michael Kush. Michael Kush. <laughs> Michael Kush um, has in both of these movies inserted a scene in which he has one character explain the entire plot of the movie to us. Yeah, which I could not tell you how much that would fix so many of the movies we've seen. <laughs> yeah. This is a very rare instance where it seems like these directors actually like have seen Seagal's recent output and kind of know how to fix it. Yeah. It's not like a, a, a huge success there, but it, they are both at least pretty easy to follow. Yeah. Um, and, I, and one, one thing I guess I will say uh, about the, the are not double feature of the Kush movies and it's become, it's going to be a trilogy uh, yeah. after our next one, right? Yep, next week. They, they have both included a weird, like, uh, drug or substance of some kind that makes a bunch of people sick. Uh, of course, last week we had the weird uh, microchip thing that may- yeah. gave people cancer or the flu or you name it, um, as it as it so eloquently told us. So we, we're beginning to pick up the the tropes here of the uh, of a Michael Cush Steven Seagal uh, billing. You know, it's like Scorsese and De Niro, right? Yes. Yeah. Same yeah. level. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, we don't have to like walk right through it, but I do want to just dig into to Attack Force a little bit. There's some stuff that stood out to me. Um, trying to think of kind of the best the best lead in, maybe a good question for everybody. Um, I here's a question for Marcelo. 
And oh, you know okay. what? Awesome. You know what? Dylan too. Um, oh, okay. I don't. Uh, well, you can answer first, Mark. Feel feel less special. Um, okay. I feel slightly special. All well, right. <laughs> um. You mentioned that you think of Steven as like an action guy. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, you know, uh, uh, let me let me clear that up. I was like half joking. You know, he he does action. Well, no, but, but does he do action? It, well, yeah, no. I mean, it's reasonable that if you think of like a Steven Seagal movie, you're gonna think that's just like not great action, but like nonstop, just like set pieces. <laughs> like that's a reasonable thing for somebody who hasn't watched 27 of these movies to think. Um, what. Well, what did you think about the action in Attack Force? Um, oof. Well, I, uh, to be honest, I appreciated the horror element, like, uh, which is insane for me to say that this turned out to be more like blood, not necessarily gore, but you know, more throats being cut than I expected there to be. So, if you count that as action, I I enjoyed that. Because I, 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 when I watch these pieces of shit, I always imagine, you know, what could have made you them... imagine you're the star. <laughs> I imagine I'm gone, just mumbling my way through things. Um, I imagine they, what if they had gone full horror and made these creatures mm-hmm. like fully developed? Uh, because it's 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 a, it's a premise you could work with. It's a premise of like these, you know, these these uh, elite military soldiers fighting. These, you know, drug field, you know, uh, uh, sideways eye blinkers who have knives for some. I don't. Uh, some explain to me the knives <laughs> in a bit, but I don't understand that. Um, and and then at the end, Seagal gets his own knife, which is also strange. Um, but anyway, uh, the action it it was fine for a 2006 direct-to-video movie starring Steven Seagal. Um, it's fine. It's nothing special. Uh, it is laughable that Seagal still tries to do like physical action of any kind. Um, it's horribly cut together, but yeah. it's 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 fine. It's it, it's just there. It's, it's 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 nothing special. And again, the only thing that really excited any emotion in me that elicited any enjoyment was just seeing blood, you know, and and people's <laughs> knives yeah. being cut. So at least there okay. was that. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say I, I also appreciated that they went for some some horror elements. Uh, there are a couple I, of scenes where they like try to build suspense. I I I don't agree with the wording <laughs> of they went for it because I don't think that's true. I think that there was a lot of opportunity there. <laughs> like they they had the opportunity to do it, and like the the first part with the like uh steven's team getting killed i'll kind of accept and then a little bit later there's that like slashery sequence with the couple like making out in a mausoleum uh, and then the little pervert watching <laughs> that was weird uh, I, I didn't understand what was going on there I, I i that pervert who was watching these two make out he didn't really hide his his pervertness he just stood there to get a good look <laughs> he was walking by five feet away from them and just like hid behind uh, well uh, yeah he <laughs> like a he was clearly not experienced it was an opportunity thing he was like oh you know what i could be a pervert right now and i'm gonna seize this chance so it's like you know um, I, was, I was going to subway to get a foot long but hey i uh, i'm seeing these two make out and yeah, the subway right next to the mausoleum <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um sorry dylan i know i i I cut you off. Um, you're talking about the the horror, how this movie spooked you. 
yeah, no, it did not uh, particularly frighten me or anything. But there, <laughs> Dylan's there, sleeping with it, the lights on tonight. <laughs> I was scared yeah, in case I Stephen mean, comes. It, it frightened me. Uh, yeah, I mean, Stephen always frightens me. Um, the final uh, battle in this movie. Speaking of the action, um, the final boss battle in this movie. Uh, I don't remember that woman's name that Stephen is fighting in this scene. Uh, There's like two, technically, so I don't know which one you're referring to, but I don't know either of their names. Well, it's the it's the one where Stephen uh, is is fighting, and they just do these uh, they just do these shots of Stephen's face with oh, his yeah. arms uh, flailing around like a baby. <laughs> um, yeah, those were really weird decisions. <laughs> yeah, extremely strange choices. Um. That's something about the action that stuck with me. I, the, also, we talked about the throat slashing. It's like, it, it's almost weird, actually, how many, I don't know if anybody else agrees with me on this. It's almost weird how many throats are slashed and how many chests are slashed because it's like the exact same every single time. Yeah that's, yeah, that's something I wanted to bring up because while I, if, you know, it, it, it was the slimmest amount of enjoyment, right, to see mm-hmm. that because it was something you know, to, to witness just constant throat slashings. Um, it does wear thin because it's, it, I think they just reuse the same like makeup effect for every yeah, single no, throat slash. It's the it, same it one every like, time. Yeah. It's like a rubber mold that you put on the neck, you put some makeup on it so people can't see the edges and they just use that same one yeah. over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, while we're talking about the climax, I didn't notice it until the end um, but was the whole movie cut with those bright white flashes like the whole time uh, or just at I, the very I, end? I, th- I think it maybe happened one or two times earlier in the movie. Uh, I think when um, I do remember her name, Raina, the uh, the woman, the one who kills, kills everyone. <laughs> yeah. Stephen's boys. Uh, I think after she kills somebody, because doesn't she kill a couple like in the first? Yeah. It's, it's, like, yeah the very we're talking about. Right. Right. With the pervert. Yeah. Um yeah, I think that I think that they just like uh I think that they do that white flash on her after after she kills, but I could be wrong. Well, when I when I said this movie gave me a pounding headache, that is absolutely what I think the reason is. All those white flashes during the action scene and then like the the slow-mo where it was very visually like artificially slowed down. So like the motion blur was still there, but slowed down and it just made everything look like out of focus. And then there's all those white flashes. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, I'm like sick. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was it it, it, just to clarify this? Is this the first time you felt that way watching one of these movies? Um, yeah, absolutely. I would like, I, (laughs) I went to the grocery store and bought a thermometer. (laughs) <laughs> I I I hope you're I hope you're okay. <laughs> I feel totally fine now. I th- I really do believe that I just needed to take some time after watching Attack Force. Um, just just yeah, imagine it, it was very how disorienting. Imagine how you'll feel at the end of this. You know, if this is you know where your health is at the halfway <laughs> point. I I would not be surprised at all to learn that this was having like a legitimate diagnosable effect on my health. Uh, you know, uh, a few months from now, you'll go into a doctor's office and he'll look at the you know CT scan. And he goes, "Oh my god, this man has been watching nothing but Steven Seagal movies." Oh and, my god, this man's seen Attack Force. Oh no, it's like this man has two months to live. Well, um, 
I, I wanted to talk about my favorite part of the movie. And I don't know if... Actually, you know what? What was everybody's favorite part? Let's talk about favorite parts. It's always a good question, you know, because it's kind of childish and dumb, but <laughs> it can add to a... can lead to some good conversation. And I don't want to monopolize it with my favorite part. Mm. Unless I'm the only one who had a favorite part, which mm. I think is totally reasonable. I think we should let the guest go first. All right. All right. I feel special again. All right. Um, yeah. I uh, Favorite is a loose term, but uh, the way in which that the, the main dude bad guy, the main dude villain, uh, was vanquished by Steven Seagal. Uh, Steven Seagal takes his blade, which... Somebody explain to me why this is a special blade for Seagal and why it's effective against these drug-fueled side blinkers. Um, uh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah, Dylan, I, you got uh, that? Uh, Dylan, uh, no, you know? I don't. No. Okay, okay, good. Thank you. Um, uh, Seagal takes his special blade and just jams it into the head of this main bad guy. Not once, but twice. Um, and after doing that, the bad guy still comes up and comes after Seagal. <laughs> and then Seagal just knocks him down. Like, shoves, like, basically just shoves him over. And, and he's dead. So, uh, that favorite, I guess that that's my favorite uh, moment of the film. Just how um, blatantly violent it is, and how dumb it is. So there you go. Um, I'll I'll point to a, an individual line that Stephen delivered in this movie that um, I still can't quite understand the way he delivered it. And I don't usually get into how Steven delivers lines because Steven's a fucking terrible actor. But this one really had me scratching my head. <clears throat> this is quite early in the movie when his, his crew is still alive. And uh, they go up to Steven like he's their dad. And <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, um, excuse me, Steven, can, can we go to a different oh, yeah. bar? There's, there's no girls here. There's no love here. We can't get no love here. To which Steven says... I can't get no love and I'm too old for love. <laughs> and uh, I had to rewind it and make sure that's what he said. And it is what he said. Yeah. And um, yep. still, no, I, still grappling with it. <laughs> no, I, it was one of those lines where I didn't understand what he said, but much like a Chris Nolan movie, I go, I'm not going to rewind and put on subtitles. That's, let's let's yeah, keep going. Important. Yeah. It's, it, it's meant to go over my head. This one yeah, was, yeah, it's, this it's, one it's, a, it's a choice not to push the <laughs> volume up on that line. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what that's that's fair, insane. Fair decision. Yeah. Yeah. What is so wild about that line too is that in the same scene, Stephen then like pushes a woman against a wall and like violently makes out with her. <laughs> yeah. After His... just making eye contact with her, it eventually is established they know each other. But I was like, Jesus Christ. Steve. Yeah. No. I was also very on edge when Stephen like sees this woman and then he looks at his buddy and his buddy just sort of nods at him and then Stephen takes off. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. I think, I yeah. Stephen says like, uh, he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be good here. And guy goes in. And he goes, "All right, uh, I'll be back," or something, something quick and stupid. Yeah. It was, it was a. Str- it, I, I also felt um, like I was being violated watching that scene. And then, and then she said, "Oh, nice to see you here," or something. I go, "Oh, thank God, it wasn't a stranger." This yeah. Steven, Steven Seagal violently yeah. put his hands on. Um, well, my my favorite part was really this whole beginning. Um, Dylan touched on it a little bit, but I really enjoyed the um, exploits of Stephen's three horrible sons. <laughs> um, yeah, like like in a uh, I don't know, like uh, they reminded me of the dudes that the Joker kills near the beginning of the film, The Joker. 
You mean Joker? Like, yes, not, not Joker, Joker starring. Joker, yes, starring. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I, you're right. <laughs> not it's to just correct Joker. you, but you know, no, it's, it's fine. It, the best picture nominee, so you have to give it so much. Yeah, come on. Well, we didn't want the the tweets coming in. Exactly. Everybody mad. Exactly. I called it the Oof. Joker. Oof, that's close. Um, but it, it reminded me of that of like this um, thrill of seeing them brutally murdered. And then also just watching them be horrible was pretty good. Uh, Dylan, I respect the decision to not say their actual line. Because <laughs> um, it's it's one that I'm going to stumble through. But they do go up to Steven. And what they really say is basically, Steven, can we please go to a titty bar? Oh, yeah. I did forget yes. that they said titty bar. Yeah. Yes, they do say titty bar. And then proceed to go to like the, the lamest strip club I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Where it's oh, just yeah. like... Two women on on tables, and they're just kind of like grooving and moving. And these dudes are having the time of their lives. <laughs> word for what? word, this is yes. the greatest night of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but they're just in a room with two women, <laughs> and they're like screaming, and they're like super fucked up. And uh, they go back to the hotel room that I guess all three of them share uh, with this woman that turns out to be some violent killer at one point was an alien and um, everything about that scene was a little weird to me. Um, definitely something pretty just off putting of these three horrible dudes taking one woman <laughs> into their hotel room. But um, there's like this, it's done with this very weird, uh, it's almost like a comedy. It's almost like it's supposed to be like a farcical <laughs> like a Porky's kind of comedy. They lock one of the dudes in the bathroom and he's just like, oh, come on, guys. Hey, come on. And he uh, says the line, I might not know what I'm doing, but I could do it all night. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's uh, perfect. Perfect for... And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It's a very weird tone, especially because we have already seen this woman do murder, um, which I just now realized that's the couple that Dylan was referring to earlier. I completely forgot about that murder at the beginning of two random Oh, yeah, characters. that's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I also conflated those murders, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, like, there's some tension there, because you know that she's already killed people and is going to kill these dudes, but this guy's just, like, locked in the bathroom, like, please let me out, please let me have sex. <laughs> and um, I will say... The the sequence where she does kill one dude and it like splatters the blood on the bathroom yeah. door for like a moment is a pretty cool shot. See, uh, th- that was my thought uh, through this scene because when I saw the setup of like those two dudes on one side and like the dude locked out, you know, on the other side in the frosted glass uh, between them, I go... The director is clearly setting up like a blood splatter here. Like it's gonna be a cool yeah. shot. He knows it. This is all set up. Um, there's no other reason why they will lock another dude up in that bathroom <laughs> than to just to get this shot. So yes, I'll agree with you. It's it. It was a. It was. Uh, I could see it coming a mile away, but I appreciated at least there was some stylistic choice of like blood splatter, you know, all over that frothy glass. So yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's like you're you're 100. That's an obvious setup, but. At least uh, from my perspective, I was just like, wow, are they really going to actually try and do like an interesting shot in one of these movies? <laughs> exactly. So so instead of like seeing it coming from 100 miles away, I was getting giddy. I was like, oh my God, are they, they going to do something interesting? You're, you're, you're like, uh, you're so tortured at this point that every single interesting shot in these movies, you're like, 
it's yeah. it's like it's like it's like a, a, a tracking, drop of water. Yeah, it's it's like a tracking shot in Scorsese movie. You go, oh, that's the gold. That's cinema right there. Oh man, if there was a tracking shot in any of these movies, <laughs> I would I would go berserk. I'd be jumping up and down, banging my hands on my desk. Um, there is something else. Oh, they ruined the kind of cool shot when the woman just starts doing like weird shit and like smearing the blood all oh, over yeah, the that, place yeah. and like that rolling was around. No. <laughs> um, but that was that was my favorite part. I also skipped over the beginning when these guys are just sitting in chairs talking about Steven. Oh yeah! Oh god! The dialogue yeah. there, uh, yeah, where so they yeah. go. Yeah. It's oh, yeah just, go, ahead, go ahead. No, no. Yeah, I'm just gonna pretty much reiterate just. Uh, first off, Seagal's name in this, Marshall Lawson. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Um, have you guys done a ranking of C- Steven Seagal's character, uh, his character names through the films? Because that might, I, don't, I honestly don't know. Is that up there with like how insanely stupid it is and how like macho it's, 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 it's purporting to be? Like that's an insane name. Is that just a run of the mill Seagal character name? It's it's tough to say because we have actually recently talked about how few of them we remember. <laughs> I, um, I will never forget Marshall Lawson. <laughs> no, that's it's definitely a good one. Um, what did we? What was his last name in Out for Justice? What was his full name? Oh, uh, is that the one where he's Gino Fellino? Yeah, Gino <laughs> Fellino. Gino Fellino. <laughs> He he. Uh, some of our favorites have, have uh, Mason Storm is one that's uh, oh, of course, <laughs> stuck with us for a long time. Of course, Mason Storm, I, potentially the best. Yeah, Casey Ryback from uh, yeah. uh, Under Siege. That one we remember. Um. Yeah, but to, 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 uh, name... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, out, and um, on Deadly Ground, his he had a good one, but I don't remember the last name. It was Forest something. Taft. No. <laughs> wow. Forest right? Taft. That's right, isn't it? Forest Taft. Is that right? I think it is. You can look it up. I'm pretty sure it's Forest Taft. Oh, it is. Yeah. If, okay. If, if there's not a Steven Seagal character name generator out there, somebody should they make should. one. Oh, name generator. I thought you said a character named generator. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. No, there's a fucking movie I Where did watch. you get that from? <laughs> uh... uh... But uh, oh no! So just, uh, sorry to step over uh, you, uh, Dylan. But I was just going to say that line uh, where they're talking about Marshall Lawson, where one of them goes, "There are two things you need to know about Marshall Lawson. One, he's a badass motherfucker. Two, he's a badass motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. and they they did it in a way that like it's stupid, but it makes sense because like they enunciate bad the second time, and it, it's what makes me think. Steven got his inspiration for the um, can't get no love and I'm too old for love line <laughs> now that I think about it as he was like yeah that's good I should say something twice <laughs> um, so I do I do want to say I did pull up uh, the movie list which has his character names and I do want to just go through some really good ones that we have forgotten um, and fire down below he was Jack Taggart oh, that, was, that was great yeah Jack Taggart's a great A name um, in the Patriot, he was Doctor Wesley McLaren, which I I think is is subtly very good. Yeah. And then um, the only other one that I'm gonna say, aside from of course Jonathan Cold, who could forget. Yeah. Is Into the Sun. His name was Travis Hunter, nice. which I think is very subtly good too. Yeah. 
Good old uh, Steven names, man. Hell yeah. His next name should be Generator McFadden. I should, I should <laughs> put that in IMDb. Yeah. 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 Meat hard slab. Um, <laughs> well, so you're talking about that motherfucker line, but before that, one of the dudes is just like, you know, the man walks with an air of confidence that's rarely seen in this day and age. <laughs> and I, my mind was blown. And the other characters do like laugh at him and are like, dude, what the fuck? That's an incredibly weird thing to say. But the the way these movies are, I was just like, wow, Steven really made them say that, huh? Yeah. yeah I'm sure a producer was like, Steven, they're about to go, you know, you know, they're on a hunt to go, you know, do a gangbang. They're not going to speak intellectually about your character right now. Um, at one point, Steven says carte blanche. He does. And uh, I was really proud of him for that one. And then I I'm, I'm, I'm equally kudos. I'm equally not proud of Steven for absolutely refusing to pronounce Werner correctly in this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> he says Werner every fucking time they talk about that dude and it's the main bad guy in the movie. And I, I was just like Steven, it's just it's just not that hard. This is not a hard but, word to pronounce. <laughs> you absolutely it's because nobody else in the movie says it to him, so he has not heard anybody else say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just read it off the page. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh my Warner. god. Yeah, that's completely accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well um, anything else about Attack Force? Because we have kind of broken our traditional approach of of walking through it. So I just like what what stood out to you guys? What do you remember? What do you want to talk about? What did you hate? Well, I mean, I hated the whole thing pretty much. Um, it's uh, I'll just reiterate: the only interesting moments are when it attempts to do like a weird horror, um, uh, uh, you know, storyline with like these uh, side blinking weirdos. Oh, you know what? Let's let's talk about that raid on that village or apartment building, wherever that final climax was. Oh. <laughs> Because that the one is where, insane. Where there's like uh, the people, and like he goes in all the different rooms where there are people, and they're checking their eyes to make sure they're not <laughs> on the drug. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yes, yes. Because that was unsettling for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, the you know a, a, the, this this attack force, these uh, paramilitary this paramilitary unit breaking into people's homes, looking at their eyes and shooting them if they blink wrong. Um, yeah, they, these people are just sitting at a table and they just have done a drug and Steven executes them. He shoots them <laughs> in the head and walks away. By the way, if, if you know, uh, I, 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 hopefully I'm right in this um, in this belief, but isn't isn't the issue that it, it, it it's in the water supply? It's not the it's not their fault that they have yes. this drug in their system. So they're innocent. Yes, they. Yes, these are just random people that have had glasses of water today. Some people who have had their eight glasses <laughs> so of water. So that is their sin. That is, that is their punishment for drinking a glass of water is being shot right in the head. Yep. Well, well <laughs> when Steven gets in your house, yeah. Um, yeah, that is, that is absolutely wild. Um, and the whole thing about them putting the drug in the water supply is handled so weirdly. Because like an hour left in the movie, he's like, in just one hour, it will have entered the water supply. And I was like, wow, is because that, that seems like that should be like the climax of your movie, right? Like, oh, we have to stop them from putting it in the water supply. <laughs> but up, it's already so done. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, wow, is the rest of this movie, because there's an hour left, he said there's an hour until it goes in the water supply. I was like, is the rest of the movie going to be in real time? <laughs> and uh, of course I was wrong. I was a fool. 
but uh, the next scene, basically, they're just like, it's already in the water supply. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And then at the end of the movie, they come back to like the guy's lair and they look at his computer and they're just like, oh, fuck, he's put it in the water supply. <laughs> but like, we already knew that. <laughs> Steven's already shot people in the head because of that. Now, do is there an antidote? Is there is there a way to to cure people of this or has like the entire population of this country which i forget like where they are i think they're in paris they're in paris Paris. right oh that's right because it opened up like in a weird shot of paris that had to be like b-roll from like another movie from like 10 years ago um so is all of paris like just gone because addicted to this drug to this drug (laughs) this drug that makes you like a superhuman yeah i guess um yeah there's no like ending there's no closure to this movie like they go to the town and they massacre everybody that lives there and then they kill all the bad guys and it's still in the water um so and then it makes you think so did did the bad guys just put it in this like tiny ass suburb like near paris and like that's that's it or i or is this just like they're fucked is there a sequel we have to get (laughs) no i think the bad guys just win yeah um there's a scene where they say an amount of people that are probably like addicted and i think it was like a hundred thousand or something (laughs) i didn't write it down and i don't remember but i think it was a very large number so that's that's worrisome that's something they should have maybe addressed at the end of the movie (laughs) yeah nope no, it's just that the bad guys died, so the movie fades to black. Yeah, and it doesn't. Uh, Segal's character loses is his right hand man is is like is like buddy. Doesn't he die? I don't think so. Does I thought Dwayne well, I don't know. Die? I don't his his girlfriend dies. dies. Oh, the girlfriend, girlfriend dies. dies. Well, I don't yeah. know. These all these dudes kind of look the same. These kind of uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These leathery white dudes in Steven Seagal <laughs> movies. Exactly. Thank you. That's well put. But yeah, I, I, I thought for a second that his friend had died. So. I know, luckily, he made it out alive. Um, one other thing I want to address that kind of weirded me out um, was the sequence when Seagal and his team put, uh, I forget the, the woman character's name, one of the bad guys, um, uh, had like a part of like the the ceiling dropped on her, right? And then mm-hmm. a, a, the scene after that, they locked her down in this like metal bed, you know, restrained. Um mm-hmm. Uh, unsettling to say the least um and uh, i i just didn't enjoy it at all <laughs> did not enjoy the implication uh of it no it's it's a weird one and uh that whole secrets too with the interrogation is one of the most egregious ones where it just constantly is cutting between steven's real voice and then that dub yep. and um like it, it's very disorienting um in fact, I think this is one of the one of those movies where, well, I know for a fact it's one that starts with Stephen dubbed. Stephen doesn't talk until like seven minutes into the movie. Um, yeah, and I was, I was very, beginning to think he wouldn't talk at all. I I did too. I was, very I was confused, crossing my fingers. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you, Barcelo. At what point did you realize <laughs> that that voice was supposed to be Steven now, Seagal? Here, here was my thought in the first seven minutes when everything was dubbed. Right, I thought, mm-hmm. wait. Was this, is this like a, 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 is this like a legit, like dubbed, like foreign movie where they're speaking like in Russian or in French mm-hmm. and they're overdubbing it in English? And this is just the type of movies that Steven Seagal does now is just overdubbed foreign movies. 
that was my sin- sincere thought throughout a lot of this because like the dialogue and the lips did not match what was what was you know what was happening it was <laughs> it was a terrible terrible dubbing and I, i'm assuming you know to your you know to your point james about how initially you think you know this could have been a whole alien you know extraterrestrial story and they were like you know fuck that let's do like people let's on make drugs. it boring let's make it boring yeah so then they might have just overdubbed you know uh, entirely different lines of dialogue with other dialogue so that that was why the sync was off I was I was I was like okay fine this is going to be the movie from here on in but then I recognized Steven Seagal's sultry you know tone uh, you know w- when he does actually speak and I was like oh okay this is just a horrible dub job and this is not yeah. going to stop anytime soon and it was yeah there there through the end so that was my initial thought it was I thought I was watching a Sergio Leone movie yeah do you think that you would have liked it more and felt like it was more artistic if that was <laughs> how it was honest honestly. Yeah, I think I think so. I probably would have given it another full star rating if it was if it ended up being that. <laughs> uh, one thing that I wanted to point out is when the uh, drug dealer, the main drug dealer dude, Arun, um, he gets arrested and just completely talks to Stevens Freddy. Just tells him everything. Yeah. He basically is the one who summarizes the movie to uh, Dwayne and. He tells Dwayne that what the drug does is basically make people like superhuman. It makes them the, the I think the exact words he uses are like animalistic killing machines. <laughs> and so Dwayne's like response is to inject this man full of the drug <laughs> and then leave. Well, it, it, isn't it that I thought it was like either you're a superhuman, you know, animalistic killing machine, or you're just addicted to it. I thought those were the two options. I don't know. I, I don't know. Even if those are the two options. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. It still would have been a it's still a stupid thing to inject, you know, the bad guy with this drug that uh, there's a good chance of it turning him into an animalistic killing machine. And he he immediately stops that guard to death. <laughs> well, and and also the uh the police officer, the police chief is, is there and seems to be like in on it with him. Yeah. He's 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 crooked. He's crooked, but then, later in the film, he sends a few of his guys to go stake out the club that uh, Arun is working in, and thereby <laughs> Arun kills the fucking cops. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, oh, unless yeah. I'm missing something. It's like, all right, yeah, we're in with this guy. All right, hey, guys, go, go, go stake out his club. No. Know? Yeah, that confused something? me, too. No, yeah. that confused me, and pretty much everything... Um, involving that admiral dude. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I was going to say everything involving that dude, every subplot, that scene where Steven Seagal was like, "Oh, you know, the, I'm guessing it's the one of the crooked characters." He's like, "You're gonna, you're gonna go in there too. You're gonna be dressed up. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna go join that team." Uh, I think it was alluding to the fact that Steven Seagal was in on the fact, or he knew that he was a crooked guy and he was gonna. Uh, see that whole thing I don't even know what I'm saying that whole thing just confused me I, and I was like no you know what whatever I understand the basic plot these these, these side-eyed weirdos they're the bad guys and everything else is just ancillary so yeah I was confused about that too yeah I um, 
pretty much everything involving that admiral i just tuned out <laughs> I, yeah, yeah i like tried at first and then i was just like nah it's fine it's too much work i'm just gonna forget this man's in here and it was fine it didn't impact the movie at all yeah I, i'm still not exactly sure like what the shadowy like government um angle is like is it because i know that the drug was created by the government by Arun yeah and, yeah and, and tia the i think her name is the, mm-hmm. the blonde woman that steven yeah. is uh, is with and so are they just trying to cover it up like i that was the, <laughs> the only motivation i could think of without having to like decipher what the fuck they were talking about that's that's what i think it was i think that they created the drug to make super soldiers and then once it uh like got out they had to yeah cover it up like you said i think i think i i have no idea <laughs> that, you know what we're gonna say that's what it was yeah yeah that's what happened uh, folks that was the movie yeah and and that kind of was the movie anybody that, else really got anything they want to say about good old attack force no i refuse no <laughs> okay uh what about you dylan i think uh i think we've covered all the bases well, that was Attack Force. <laughs> um, oh my god, yeah. Uh, but th- thank you, by the way, for it. You know, honestly, this was not that bad. The movie, you know, not as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> I, okay? I thought you were talking about the the, the recording. Oh, this thing. Like, I mean, well, well, first, well, well, first well, I was gonna say, Marcel, we got a lot of show left. <laughs> oh no, shit. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Listen, I gotta go. No, uh, but this this movie, uh, maybe okay. It's 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 quarantine brain possibly because. I, I found in quarantine during this pandemic, I may rate things too high, you know, if it was any other circumstance. So I think that's my eye just needed something to watch. Any content would have been good content uh, at that point in time. So that's my grade for uh, Attack Force. Uh, put it on and your eyes can watch it and uh, you'll enjoy the information being uh, inserted into your brain. So that's as much as I can give it. Is that a recommendation? <laughs> uh, it's as close to one as I can I can give Attack Force starring, starring Steven Seagal. That might be the first kind of real close to recommendation on this show. I, uh, you know, last time this happened was um, I disagreed with everybody on a film called oh what the it was it was starring Kurt Angle. Uh, it, it it was it's like free on YouTube. Um, and I think at the end of that conversation, I go, guys, it was on a podcast for, um, marking the marks, my wrestling show that I do sometimes, um, at the end of that conversation, I go, guys, if this was like an 824 film, you know, it'd probably get like a best picture nomination. That's my thought after watching that Kurt Angle film shot for like 50 bucks, you know, uh, about like zombies coming back to life. Um, so uh that was like in the last six months guys uh, i'm telling you this pandemic not doing great for for my brain well do you think that this would be better if it was an a24 absolutely movie? yeah uh and by the way that movie was river of darkness river of darkness so check that out folks on youtube starring kurt angle <laughs> means nothing to me i don't even know who that is kurt angle is a wrestler uh popular on the wwe uh he's also a former olympic athlete he is not an actor, uh, but he stars in River of Darkness from 2011, also co- also co-starring Kevin Nash and Psycho Sid Vicious. Oh. Well, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> sounds like more fun than Attack Force. Yeah. Maybe. Well, 
um, yeah, that's been Attack Force. Marcelo, we are in a, a very unique situation where um, you are the only person who's ever been on this show that has heard this show before. Yeah, I've heard of uh, you guys, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> uh, I kid. I've, I, I've heard episodes, yes. Um, yeah, my joke um, was I've heard of you guys, uh, meaning that uh, you know I know who you are. But uh, have I listened to him? I mean, who who hasn't these days? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, here's here's my question for you, Marcelo. Yeah. Do you think that we are on track to win a iHeartRadio podcast award? Absolutely. I mean, at this point, at this point, um, you're going to achieve uh, what other podcasts in the similar vein uh, have achieved. Uh, sort of like any retrospective. You know, I I would put this alongside, you know, the Office ladies. You know the Office uh, podcast with uh, you know with those two ladies with the titular Office the titular ladies. Office ladies. I I already forgot their names. Um, to that uh, Sopranos podcast with Michael Imperioli. Um, you know, there's a Scrubs one. Yeah, there's a Scrubs one. There's a Community one. You know, uh, you're going to be nominated alongside those fine folks for best retrospective podcast. So yes, of course. And you're on track too. I should have said this, you know, at the beginning of the episode. I really want the end goal of this series to be for you to have Steven Seagal as a guest. You know, I think that's possible. Why not? I, th- I'd, I be think- go- I'd be good with that if we also had a cop on with us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need to have like a cop or like uh, like a crisis therapist, somebody who would be probably not a cop, uh, but like a crisis therapist, somebody who would be a little bit more qualified to uh really ask him the tough questions but that's the episode in which you'll get your iHeartRadio uh award yeah 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 it'll be like a serial it'll be like we'll be the next serial when we finally bring steven down um i do want to be well, clear when i when i said i wanted a cop on the show i meant to arrest steven <laughs> not not to protect us or to ask him questions i meant so I, I went it would be like a three minute episode where he gets read his rights and then we play our yeah. beginning see and, this and is this music. is something this is something you should definitely cut out but this could be a no this <laughs> i could got be, bad news for you before you <laughs> say it gets cut. <laughs> you, you, you should cut this out for sure this could be a sting operation it could be a trap for steven seagal Lure oh. him with praise every once in a while. Uh, we to catch a predator. Him exactly to catch a predator. Yes, exactly. And then at the end of the at the at the end of the run, have him in. You know, uh, hopefully it'll be you know uh, in safer times when we can all meet in the same room. And then there you go. Then he walks right into a trap. You know, uh, you know. Uh, 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 there's Interpol. You know, there's everybody who's been after him for so many years. Boom. You know, he gets life in prison thanks to you guys. Thanks to Stephen Destroy. That's the that would make all of this uh, somewhat tolerable in hindsight. But make sure you cut this out just so he doesn't know. Right. Uh, well, he's he's not listening. He's he already he wouldn't have made down. it this far. He didn't heard us talk about um, how bad his ADR was, and he thrown a fit and turned the episode off. Yeah. Um, well, Marcelo, we're gonna do our uh, classic award-winning segment uh, with the IMDb trivia. Oh, all right. Um, that I know you as an avid listener <laughs> I'm, I'm are sure, a really big fan of. I'm sure I'd listen to that at some point. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's basically the same as any time we ever have a guest. Um, <laughs> listen, I've heard enough, okay? I've heard enough of these episodes. I've heard enough. <laughs> I've heard enough. <laughs> 
Oh, um, no mercy. All right, yeah. IMDb trivia, well, man. Yeah, IMDb trivia. Dylan's gonna do our theme song really quick. We have a theme song. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do it really quick for 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 us. <clears throat> IMDb trivia. There it is. All right. Uh, welcome back to the <laughs> IMDb trivia, where um, you know it's on the IMDb and there's trivia. Uh, this week we're talking uh, about <laughs> Attack Force. Marcel, I promise this isn't how we do it every week. Um, <laughs> things got out of hand with that bit. Um, but we, we like to, you know, we look at the IMDb trivia. Sometimes there's some real weird shit on there, and if there's not, we like to add our own weird shit. Uh, and, you know, see if see if IMDb is going to let us get away with it. Well, regardless of whether or not there's weird shit, we're putting weird shit on there. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, last week for Shadow Man... Um, our guest Marcelo, we had Matt on. Oh, I and, I, uh, I, I I did hear about that. Uh, I DM'd him um, that I was watching a a movie for your guys' podcast, and he said uh, some some words about his his appearance on the show last week. Yeah, <laughs> some okay. choice words. So yeah. some choice words. You know, he, he told Marcelo, "Don't do it." <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, Matt went absolutely rogue and just added his own IMDb trivia. Uh, in a move that I could not even express my respect for, uh, in words, I have immense, <laughs> immense pride. He, he in just that left moment. us in the fucking dust. He said, "I don't need yeah. you guys. I'm making my own trivia." Yeah, um, and he added for Shadow Man, the horse featured at the end of the film was Steven Seagal's personal equine, uh, which did get approved because I'm <laughs> looking at it right now. Oh my gosh! Well, I, this you know this segment proves that uh, IMDb um, you know should 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 have like better protection against you know uh, you're, you're, you're just you know making IMDb fake news now, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it, it, All right. Well, when when you put it like that, this has serious implications. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. It's really more of just like a fun game. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, noticing I, Dylan's gone completely silent. I I, I feel. I like, mean, uh, I've no, I've been aware of this for for a long time. I mean, this is this is just how it is, man. This is I, this I, is the reality of the of the game, man. I feel like Herman Mankiewicz uh, in the middle of uh, the film Mank, directed by David Fincher. I just feel gutted. The Mank. So yes, sorry, the Mank. Um, you know, halfway through that movie, he just finds those fake reels and he goes, "Oh my God, please uh, don't do this, guys." <laughs> well i gotta say uh i think that the way it started <laughs> at least for me was this idea of like let's like do it for above the law and then we'll see if it happens you know gets through and then it's not gonna they're not gonna, like let's see how long we can do this until they just like stop letting us get away with it and you've been you've been getting away with it for how many weeks now how many months eight months <laughs> A, a, a long time we've had a couple get rejected we've gone back through and there's about four that have since been rejected but a lot of them were up for like months um and and like we're not like putting out you know huge huge alarm things we're just saying like oh steven owned that horse or steven want video game yeah or of course um steven was excitedly showing everyone on set his new palm pilot and then he dropped his palm pilot on his foot and broke it, and that's why his foot hurt. <laughs> so just uh, some casual things. 
It a, a drop in a bucket, right? Drop in a bucket. I'd say so. <laughs> well, do you do you want to add any uh, any little trivia, any tidbits for uh, uh, Attack Force? Leave yeah, your mark. What, what was something that factually happened in the production of Attack Force? Uh, Steven Seagal had to be overdubbed for several of the scenes in the movie because uh, he had just went through uh, a, to- a tonsillectomy um, and he could not uh, fully use his voice uh, in the film uh, on set. Okay. Now, I like where your brain's at. <laughs> but we're going to make it a little goofier. Okay, so, fine. But, just add, add your Steven Destroy goofiness to that. A very you've, you've given us the bedrock here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, again, we're gonna build a house. <laughs> again, yes, yes. Let's let's add more fake news to this IMDb you know, sphere, and, and and let's see at the end of this how much we can break down the system. I, I love this. I love this idea. Look, all all we need is IMDb to either get rid of the trivia section. <laughs> That's my point. It's insane that anybody can add any trivia to that, and anybody. No, it is insane. Yeah, and and, the... and to anybody, and for anybody to take it seriously is also insane. We we should not be able to do this. Exactly. Yeah. If anything, this is a uh, you are helping the IMDb community because. At one, at some point, they have to recognize what you guys are doing, and they have to put a stop to it. Not just you, but to everybody. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we've gone back through, and we feel like we've been challenged a few times. Uh, yeah, with some of the IMB the DB trivia, some people have posted some things on there that are crazier than things we've posted. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Let's see if we're going to take a little trip down memory lane, and we're going to go to Out for Justice. All right. Because oh, cause that one's really good, isn't it? That had a bizarre one that we did not, we did not put because it was like, it was fucking wild. Um, let's see if it's still in there. Maybe they got rid of it. Wow, there is a lot more trivia here than these direct to DVD ones have. That's not super surprising. Mm. Okay, yeah. So here's here's some trivia that we did not put on this movie. When Gino confronts the dog abuser, he calls him fucknuts, and ten <laughs> seconds later kicks him in the groin. Interesting, when he falls to the ground in agony, a sign in the background says, butter not corn. I, okay, you know, I may not have been clear about the absurdity of these. But now I am fully aware of, of what and that's something we didn't even ours. make. Yeah, what did yeah, we no, put no, on no, that yeah, one, James? Yeah, that's okay. that. That's the top tier, right? That's that's like be yeah. no, not even top. That's not what you didn't do that, but that's just beyond of what you would do. Yeah, yeah. what did we do that week, James? That week, um, we said that uh, Steven Seagal offered producers one million dollars to take the dog who played Garagio home, but was turned down over concerns for the dog's safety. <laughs> Which I didn't even know back then that Steven had killed a puppy before. So <laughs> true. Yes. <laughs> Steven has famously uh, killed a puppy with a tank. Yeah. So, um, and that's not made up, Marcel. I don't know if you knew about that, but St- Steven did run a dog over with a tank during a police operation in Arizona. So Yeah, to, to stop like cockfighting or something. It was like specifically <laughs> animal rights driven. Yeah. How, how about this? I'll change my trivia to... Uh, Steven Seagal dedicated his performance to the puppy in which he ran over uh, uh, with a tank uh, uh, years later. 
Oh man! Years, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. He retroactively. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Stephen retroactively. When Stephen found out he ran a dog over in Arizona, he retroactively dedicated his performance and attack force to it. <laughs> Jesus. There you go. Perfect. Oh, All right. Lord have mercy. That's what I'm putting down. So we're it's gonna believable. see if that gets approved. And you know what? I I hope it doesn't. I really, I really, I don't know if Dylan agrees if he went into it with the same sort of sensibility, but I really did think we'll do this for a couple of weeks and then they'll just like, I'll get blocked from the website. They'll block my IP address from IMDB. And uh, no, it just doesn't, it just doesn't happen. And now we're kind of just stuck. Yeah, I don't know. It I kind of just, just, I just kind of go along with it. I, I just was like, oh yeah, this is fun. And I just didn't think about it until later. I was like, oh, this is kind of wacky what we're doing. But uh, I just don't care. Like, <laughs> it's like with like Wikipedia or something. It's like if well, you're gonna Wikipedia, take it, if you're gonna take Wikipedia, it, like, it, oh yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say they take it seriously. Like, yeah. Wikipedia, oh, it's yeah. very hard to just add shit on. IMDb, I go in, I type up some bullshit that we, you know, brainstormed in two minutes, and they're just like, "Hey, everyone, fun fact." Yeah, no, and in that sense, I think we're doing, I think we're doing a service. I think we're doing something good, it, personally. You know, we're we're exposing a flaw in the, uh, in, in the uh, IMDb model, and uh, I've got no yeah. problem with that. Some would call you heroes. Yeah. Some would call us heroes. Um, Well, you know, as another, um, well, not as another, because you're still the same person, but as an avid listener and fan, and um, the one who started our our fan club, uh, I know that you're you're excited for our our final segment, sentencing. Um, Yes. So we're going to go ahead and sentence Steven for the... um, well, for a total a total sentence, including the life sentence he already deserves. And Marcelo, do you want one of us to go first? Do you want to go first? How are you? How are you feeling? Uh, please, you guys go first because I need a little bit more time, and I want to steal some of your answers too. So, yeah, you, you guys go yes. first. Yeah, that's fair. That's why. That's why I give the option. So that Thank way, you. if you need to to get an idea of of kind of what realm we're playing in. Yeah. Um, for context, Stephen's current sentence, including. The life sentence he already deserved is four consecutive life sentences <laughs> plus 2,952 years. Uh, Matt went absolutely hog wild last week and gave Stephen two life sentences. <laughs> so it has drastically increased his prison time. Neither James nor I has ever given him a life sentence besides the one he deserves already. <clears throat> um, all of our other life sentences that you hear there have been contributed by guests. Um, I feel like guests come on and they just want to throw it all at him. They they hear us talk about Stephen and they're like, you know what? Fuck Stephen, man. Just give him the life sentence. But yeah, you'll hear uh, James and I will not go down that route most likely, unless James is about to really shock me here. But I, I don't think we're going to go life sentences for Attack Force. Uh, but I'm, I'm uh, James, you want to go? Yeah, sure. Um, as I've already said, I I think that it is relative to a lot of the movies we've seen kind of kind of better um i there was i got enough stuff out of it on like a goofy level that i haven't really gotten in a couple weeks either um still bad but definitely i think kind of a reprieve from what we've been seeing and i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 50 years 
I feel good about 50. Because yeah. it's still bad, but you know I'm going to go a little bit more lenient than I have been recently, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was not uh, a big fan of Attack Force. Attack Force was aggressively boring to me um with a few exceptions uh the you know the first 20 minutes of the movie had some pretty fucking goofy shit with steven's three uh misbehaved sons um but attack force still sucks um but again i don't know what it is these days i'm just not feeling so harsh in my sentencing um i've given steven some big sentences within the last month or two and so i'm kind of letting those ride a little bit but uh i think that i can feel comfortable giving steven um i'm, I'm actually gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna match you i'm gonna give steven 50 years for attack force all right wow one of the the rare times i think that we've ever really synced up like that yeah but we've been doing the show long enough we're, we're starting to sync yeah um all right, Marcelo, you need more time. Oh no, Dylan I, and I can vamp for a bit. I think I got. It. I think I got. It. I, okay. I have a sentence. So, Attack Force, like I said, came in expecting pure garbage, even though it was garbage uh, to me, entertaining garbage. I, I watched through to the end, even uh, as much as Amazon Video wanted to stop me. I I I, I soldiered on. I watched the whole thing, and I have to say, you know, here's my sentence. Maybe shocking. 90 days community service, $500 fine. Look Interesting. <laughs> Easily the lowest that Steven has ever gotten on this show. Marcelo basically pro Steven Seagal. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Please I don't even put that out there. I am I am a pro Steven Seagal. I, is, yeah. is there a name for Steven Seagal fans? A Seagal head? Um, a, a, yeah. A seagull. A seagull? <laughs> no, I think, I, think, I think Peter Seagal fans are called seagulls. Um, oh, fair uh, enough. I don't know. Like, uh, let's. You know, I mean, that's honestly like. Sh- sh- should he serve jail time for this? Uh, I, you know, if in 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 your terms, guys, I would give him one year. One year. All right, I appreciate that because as the person who does the totals, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, yeah, it a lot easier. I I I, so. I I wanted to do a goofy answer than like a real answer. I'll give him a year. That's it. That's, okay. that's like that 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 may be the lowest he's ever gotten from anybody, but yeah, I'll give him a year. He, he might have right. received a year from one of us really early on, but it's 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 obviously it's in the it's in the lower region of Seagal sentences, for sure. All right, so that is going to make his current sentence four consecutive life sentences, <laughs> plus three thousand and fifty three years. Um, I do want to say I did a quick run through of our sentencing, and Dylan Jones did give him one year uh for my giant <laughs> right because i i didn't feel like he deserved the blame for my giant yeah we both went pretty low um but so but, that's gonna be tied for our lowest okay good i'm not the lowest okay but uh, but you know it's still the the you know uh, i am i guess the biggest pro seagull person who has ever been on this podcast because Steven Seagal is a is, wait. Is he a producer on this? He has to be, right? Yeah, he's a producer on this. Yeah, everything that's wrong with the movie is is his fault, really. So, and I just gave him a year sentence. So, yes, wow, what a shocker! You know, mid, midway through the series, you know, maybe this is a, a tide shift. Maybe from now on, you know, it'll either be you guys or guests. You know, there'll be a, a more pro Steven Seagal angle for this whole thing. 
right? right? I, I find that very hard to believe, at least on Dylan and I's. <laughs> well, I was, uh, I, you know, I was, I was chastised last week for for giving Stephen a, a a meager eighteen years for for Shadow Man. So I'm actually quite relieved to to hear you come on the show and give him one year, because I, I here I was thinking I was being too lenient. Um, so so Marcel, I have yeah. to uh, I have to applaud your bravery here for for coming out with the one year sentence for, for Attack Force. That's why I'm here, guys. That's why you brought me yeah. on. The courage. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and we also brought you on because, um, you know, you're the daddy of the show. Don't, 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 and don't do we just, you know, <laughs> it's a good way to celebrate our, our, our halfway point. Um, if it weren't for you putting the show out, uh, it would be infinitely uh, sadder <laughs> for me and Dylan to be doing this. Uh, we'd still be doing it. Um I don't know why, <laughs> but we started off with no plan, and basically we're going to finish it then anyway. Uh, but it would be it would be infinitely a lot more uh, just uh, pathetic and weird. It, it 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 would end up being like uh, those Prince songs they puts in he put in the vault, and then it wasn't until after he died, you know, they found all those Prince songs in the vault, and you yeah. know, after you guys pass away, if I hand published, you know, this podcast, you know, they'd find you know your grandsons would be like, oh my gosh, what our our grandfathers. Did a Steven Seagal podcast for what a uh, hundred episodes? Uh, wow, what a what a waste of life! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow, Why? my grandpa sucked. Why did they, <laughs> why did they do that? <laughs> it's completely changed. Wow, my maybe if grandpa like if grandpa spent that time working, maybe we'd have had like money to inherit. <laughs> but no, he wasted all his money written Steven Seagal yeah. movies. And now I'm working the space mines. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even even worse, we might have to be the reason somebody rediscovers Steven Seagal's filmography, and that well, we, I I I think we we have made it pretty clear to, on the on this show. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you want to, we're not gonna stop you. <laughs> you know, I'm not coming to your house. I'm not knocking on your door. But uh, yeah, I don't see any reason why any of these movies need to be watched when there are better ones that do everything that these movies try to do mank watch mank <laughs> yeah yeah if you're in the mood for a, an action force type movie uh suck it up and watch mank yes please um no you know what here's here's something that could be fun you know we're adding we're halfway through dylan and i have both definitely noted that this is a very negative cynical podcast um so here's something that could be kind of fun uh, Marcelo, what's a movie that you would recommend in lieu of Attack Force uh, I think that kind of still hits some of the same some of the same beats? I had a feeling you were get you were going to ask this, and now I need some time to think because yeah, it again to my point I made about an hour ago. Um, this has an interesting enough concept that if it were made better, I would enjoy a lot more because um, it has an action. Uh, attempted action it has an attempted horror sci-fi elements i'm trying to think of what good film falls in line with that um actually come do back to have, me yeah, yeah, yeah you have one you guys go first i i think i do but i don't want to sound like an idiot and i want to make sure that i have the right movie well you know what I, this show for 28 episodes we come out here we sound like idiots for 90 minutes uh don't i wouldn't worry too much about it um okay i think i have it is, is uh 
return it's not a game show (laughs) no uh return of the living dead is the is is the is that the one that's in kentucky where all the dead people come back to life and then they nuke it and then it all gets into the rain and then it rains everywhere yes yes that's the movie that's return of the living dead yeah watch return of the living dead that's a that's a good one i am going to go really obvious and say aliens um you know really base level but it has the action, the sci-fi, the horror elements. And it's uh, great. And it's one that if you've seen it before, you know, you could watch it twice. <laughs> you know? You could watch it two times. Oh, I've got one, finally. Okay. Um, I'll say Blade 2. Uh, I think it does the creature effects really well. Uh, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Toro. Can't talk anymore. It's been 90 minutes, guys. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun action horror a movie and uh it's a it's, it's a lot better version of uh attack force this is good i like this segment um i think maybe we'll do this again in the future yeah, it's all I, I, thought I, of it 28 I, weeks ago i know right just give a slight slight moment of like hey here's all the shit we don't like but here's something positive um but you know it's a halfway point we're feeling better are we feeling better dylan let's do a little check-in on how you're feeling about this endeavor and then we'll let marcelo live his life <laughs> um i i mean i i like i i felt bummed like watching the movie like like remembering i had to watch the movie because i was like i like went downstairs and made pancakes this morning and i was like yeah you know what i am like play some video games with my roommate and then i was like actually buddy i can't do that i have to watch steven seagal and uh so like that sucks but i do still maintain that i uh i enjoy i still enjoy like the process of recording it like it's still like relatively fun to do this (laughs) and uh and i still enjoy like the routine of it and so i'm still fine with those things good i'm glad that you still like doing the podcast well you know it's our it's we love podcasting and we're good at it so that's true that is our slogan we do love to podcast and we are good at it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, it's... Hmm? I was going to say, I'm going to steal that slogan for Talk From Society, guys. I'm going to put that... Just it overall? Yeah, yeah. As long as you credit it to, no, to us. No, oh, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because that you'll be, first you'll be episode we say lawyers. it... Yeah, hearing <laughs> from our lawyers. We're going to be coming for our part of that Patreon, buddy. All right, I'm going um, to give Steven Seagal a call right here, guys. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, get him. Get him, yeah. Are you going to do a, a bit where you're Steven on the phone? <clears throat> hey, guys, what's up? It's Steven. Oh, my God, he's here. Yeah, Steven, I, my mom says I can't talk to you anymore. Why is that? Your mom's a nice person. You're scary. You scare my mom so bad. You're I'm scary. Scary. No, there, <laughs> there are a lot of stories out there about me, guys. I don't know what you, I, I don't know what I don't know who you're who you're talking to. I don't know what you're reading. Uh, everything you hear on IMDb trivia, it's it's fake. It's fake, guys. Well, there's a lot of news out there other than the IMDb trivia, folks. Don't get your information from there. <laughs> no way. Uh, that's no been way. the lesson. Oh. I I, no. I will continue to reiterate. I don't know how why it's always when we have a guest on that I get reminded of this about like how if. If you were just doing a Trump impression and and then did all the things that you just did, it would <laughs> like it would be exactly as effective. Um, yeah, and, and from a dialogue standpoint. Yeah, Trump saying don't don't read the IMDb trivia. <laughs> don't read the IMDb trivia. I do all my own stunts. 
Uh, I'm great. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do it I was, all. I was not mean to the kid in Home Alone 2. <laughs> all the news you've been hearing about me is fake. I, I memorize all my lines. I, I, I improvise like the best of them. Uh, they call me Ryan Styles on set. I mean, I'm the best. <laughs> yeah, you know, Trump is a pretty good improviser, I guess. You gotta give it to him. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, you know, that man can herald with the best of them. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> He, yeah. Uh, I mean, he started on on uh, at UCB, you know, early on, you know, yeah. with, with Matt Besser and all those guys. So, of course, yeah, yeah. it was him. Yeah. It was him, Matt Besser. They listened to Fugazi together, and they had this idea. <laughs> um, all right, look. Um, Goodbye, Stephen. Bye. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Damn, okay. can't believe we got so close wow. to to, to the man himself. I know. If only I had my my cop friend here. If only I had my gun. <laughs> I had my gun. That's our new slogan. Yeah, um, all right. <clears throat> I think that's going to do it for us. Oh, let's Generally, go for another hour. Come on. <laughs> hey, Marcelo, you're the one who puts this show on your network. If you're like, here's this three-hour opus of Stephen Destroy. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, we're I, here. I, I know. Can you do an Alex Jones impression? Uh, mm, uh, uh, <clears throat> hold on. What, uh, what, what, would he, what, do we, what would he even say? Am I trying to think? Um they're lying to you. They're lying to. No, I can't do it. No, I can't. No, it's not. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> We've discussed before that I, I, as soon as I can remember that one Alex Jones quote that I think is really funny, that I'm gonna say it on the show in his voice, but I can't. I can never remember what it is like when the when the big moment comes. So we've we've yet to have anybody uh, uh, do one here on the on the show. So let me let me try and you can cut this out for sure right right guys you, it, it's yeah, I'm, uh, yeah you, you know gotta, us we cut everything out me. so you gotta promise me it's the aliens it's the it's they're they're coming to you they're coming they're fertilizing your eggs with this alien dna that's what's going on all right that's my that's my attempt at joe rogan that was, that was Joe Rogan. Oh, wait, not Joe Rogan. Alex Jones. Sorry. Alex the- jo- was that Joe Rogan or was that Alex Jones? It could really be either. <laughs> yeah. You could kind of. You, you, you like, you like hit all Rogan. the key points where like that Venn diagram crosses. Yeah. Right for there. whatever reason, those two are very interta- interchangeable in my mind. Alex Jones and uh, Joe Rogan. I don't know why. Well, one of it's... one of them keeps the other one famous. Um, yeah, it's close. <laughs> who's to say um, which one? <laughs> yeah. It's it's a symbiotic relationship. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't think of that. I can't, I can't think of the quote. I, I never can. It's it's too bad. It's unfortunate because I I think uh, James can attest. I've I've done an okay Alex Jones impersonation once. Or yeah. Twice. I no. I I've said on the show that Dylan does a good Alex Jones. Nobody's ever heard it. They they could think that I'm just completely <laughs> lied, or I I am just a bad judge of impressions. Um. Uh, but no, Dylan does a good one. But he uh he won't do it on the on the air because he's scared. He's scared someone will hear it and think we had Alex Jones on the show and then we'll get canceled. <laughs> yeah, we'll get canceled. That'll be the thing that cancels you guys is having Alex Jones yeah. on the air. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the big one. Yeah. That's that's gonna be the thing. What do you think yeah. Alex Jones would think of uh, Steven Seagal? Oh, I, I'm sure I'm sure they're 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 in the same group chats. I mean, I'm sure do they you, text each you, other all the time. Do you think that he thinks Steven Seagal is like in with the globalists or that he's like secretly trying to uh, exposed no he's it. he's not part of the hollywood elite anymore he's like the anti-hollywood elite i think joe rogan i i know joe rogan is pro steven seagal um i don't think so that's I have to true ass- no i think it is i think that there's like youtube videos of him talking about how steven seagal is like actually like an aikido master and not all talk and stuff uh, well a lot of a, a lot of people do believe that because steven has done a a pretty good uh 
campaign impression pretty good campaign <laughs> for himself to uh to lie about being an aikido master because he did own a dojo in, in in japan and was like the first american to ever do it but there is some kind of shady background information on that that i, I, I uh, think less people are familiar with i did a quick google search uh joe rogan uh plus steven seagal and one of the clips that comes up says steven seagal's aikido is 100 percent legit dash joe yeah. rogan yeah exactly um all right uh, as the as a bizarre twist, as I'm the one trying to rein this in. Um, generally, we do some plugs. Really, for the most part, a lot of what we plug, uh, Marcelo, you can actually handle while you're doing oh, your plugs. Yeah. But uh, I will just say you can send us emails at uh, stevedestroypodcast at gmail.com. We also have stevensegalpodcast at gmail.com and uh, stevensegulp at gmail.com. <laughs> so any of those will work. And, uh, yeah, the rest of it, really, Marcelo, you could take away with your own plugs and you plug whatever you want. Well, yeah, you can find uh, Stephen Destroy on TalkFilmSociety.com. Uh, you can do a quick search of Stephen Destroy, and it's on iTunes at this point. It's on Spotify at this point. It's on SoundCloud. Um, go to, st- uh, go to sorry, TalkFilmSociety.com slash Stephen Destroy for all those links, because by this point... In the future, I haven't done it yet. Uh, that'll all be done. Uh, those links will work, and you can go there, and and that'll be your home for any Stephen Destroy uh, episodes that pop up. Is talkfilmsociety.com/slash Stephen Destroy, and go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash TalkFilmSociety for bonuses. Uh, you know, uh, articles will go up there. Bonus episodes of podcasts, and uh, if you go there and support us, you'll be supporting the site and. Uh, if you listen to this episode this far, I mean, uh, be thankful because there are people supporting us on the Patreon who help us put these episodes out. So without them, we'd be nothing. So that's my, uh, those are my plugs. Thank you. Yeah. And if you're one of those freeloading listeners. Yeah. You, you should, know. you should feel guilty. Yeah. You're, you're, you're stealing content from us. You should pay. And if there's anything that we want to inflict on you here at Steven Destroy, it's guilt. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah uh yeah it's like going to church you gotta tune in for your weekly little bit of guilt yeah. um all right if there's nothing anybody else wants to say marcelo do you want to you want to take us out with our catchphrase that you are of course <laughs> familiar with as an avid listener and fan absolutely um thanks for listening to steven destroy uh oh wait no it is oh i remember what it is i swear but I can't remember now. I think uh, Dylan says it. No, you got me. You know what? It's on tip my tongue, but I don't remember how the show ends. You got me, guys. I but I swear I've listened. I've listened to the end of episodes, but I can't remember what Dylan says. So you got you me. You are right that I say it. So that's yeah. That's that's good. You, you, you I, pa- I passed the test. Yeah, I yeah. passed the Blade Runner <laughs> test. Like I, I I I'm legit, but I can't remember exactly what you say, Dylan. Well, um, I'll, I'll set you up like I did uh, Matt last week, which is um, uh, you can pull back out your your award-winning Steven Seagal impersonation, and uh, <laughs> we, we, we close it out with a in-Steven voice, uh, thanks for listening, motherfucker. That's right, yeah. Uh, here here we go. <clears throat> and you're going to cut all that out, right? And then, and then you're going to start the edit right here. You, okay. Here you know me. They, sure. they, they call me Mr. <laughs> cut out all the fat. <laughs> That's what I do in these episodes. <laughs> Um, That's why they're ten minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hey, this is Dylan playing Steven Seagal. Uh, 
Goodbye, motherfuckers. That's the line. <laughs> How'd you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared. Puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker birthday. <laughs>